Hello troops, me again. Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. But before we kick off, quick shout out to the Dead Man with Coffee Company. If you want roast to order coffee that's ground specifically to your tastes, check out Dead Mammoth Coffee Company. They are veteran-owned and veteran-run. Check them out. For decent, top-quality, veteran-owned protein and other sports supplements, go and see Combat Fuel. That's Combat Fuel. Go and see them and get yourself 15% off while you're there. Type in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout and get yourself 15% off. If you're like me and you suffer from depression, anxiety, along with inflammation of joints and you just have an overall pain within the body, you should really try and use CBD oil. Now for me, there's only one company I use and that's Infusion CBD. They are the best in the UK, award-winning CBD. Now check them out, that is Infusion CBD. Without further ado though, joining me on the show tonight is the one and only UFC legend, pioneer of the UK's mixed martial arts scene, and that is Brad one punch picket and i for one cannot wait to to have a chat with this absolute legend so without further ado welcome to the granite zero podcast Hello, Charlie Charlie One, this is Granite Zero. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's inexposed at the minute. What does that mean? <laughs> he's, um, well, he's, at, he's at work, regular human work. Okay. Yeah, he's, um, he's a, a chef at a, in a quite a big burger place in in our hometown Hereford called the Beefy Boys. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, to be fair, they are literally the best burger you'd ever taste as well. They're fucking epic. So what's going on in the life of One Punch Brad Pickett then? Any more Lego? Yeah. All the Lego. You definitely got something there that my niece would love because you've got the Stranger Things set up, haven't you? Yeah, it's there. It's there. You know, Stranger Things is there. It's you. I'm going to call it. 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 I'm going to you must have mate you've got you've got you must have the (laughs) 
you got you got the patient patience of a saint, mate. I, I've literally got the night bus to build from Harry Potter, uh, yeah. and God knows when that's going to happen. But uh, the night bus. Uh, okay. it, it, won't, it won't. It won't take. It won't take long. I'm sure. But I've got zero patience with it. It's it's mad. But it's quite funny because we were. Lit- I literally did a uh, uh, an episode last night, um, and we had a, a company on uh, called Inner Armor. So what they do is they go behind the psychology behind um, depression, PTSD, that sort of thing. And one of their main tools that they use is Lego to get to get them, to get them to build basically the situations and the scenarios that they were in, and then they can talk about how they're building it. And it, it was just a fascinating like conversation that we had last night. It was it was it was mental. It blew my mind. Yeah, you gotta get it. It's like facts. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, um, it's. I have to just say, this is a fucking honour to have you on the show. You know, I've I've been a fan of yours for fucking years and years and years and years. Like an absolute legend, a pioneer of the fucking British mixed martial arts. The lot. And I've had the likes of um, Jack Shaw on the show, um, up and coming guy from from Wales, and it's just like there's levels to everything. And and I literally was fanboying out earlier watching a few of your um, highlight reels and what have you on a uh, on YouTube. And one of them that struck me was the fact that not many people talk about it, and they should. You beat the pound for pound greatest, Demetrius. That must have. Those fucking those takedowns, something else, mate. I was like, woo. Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree. Uh, it's one of many more surprises. Like, I believe how wrestling is actually a fight. I remember this is in uh, my coach's time, and a good friend of mine, Maya Brown, it was in my corner. And when he went backstage, uh, Chad Mendes was back there, and uh, Chad Mendes asked him, oh, where, did, where did he wrestle? Speaking to me as if I wrestled, and I was like, yeah. he never wrestled. It's mad, isn't it? Everyone just has like a state college background Nah, it's 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 not that big. A, well, I don't know about now. It, it could be all different now. But when I was a, when I was growing up, and someone said, "Oh, you're going to go wrestling or anything like that," you automatically go, "Well, I'm not going to do that fake stuff." So it's like it's like for, from a British background, it's like, well, "What do you mean wrestling?" But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Yeah, yeah. It's different, isn't it? You uh, fight from different stunts, and also you set things up with punches. You know, you time them when they throw punches. So it's completely different. So a lot of people go like, if you're a good wrestler, you have good wrestling MMA. No, it does not always the case. And sometimes, uh, if you're a good wrestling in MMA, it doesn't mean you're good wrestling in general. Yeah. Um, I honestly think my general wrestling is not great, but my MMA wrestling is world class. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely um, second that one for you, Brad. Not that I'm any sort of expert at all, but you know, and and for for yourself, from what I from what I watched and what I've seen, the fact that you could mix it up with your punches, you're a, a very high level boxer, it seems as well, which incredible, and and obviously good at good at fucking boxing, good at wrestling, brilliant at jujitsu. Perfect for MMA, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah, I, I was always like, say, it's the same as when I was in sports. Like, any sports I did, always class myself as like a jack of all trades. Yeah. Like, even when I played cricket, I wasn't a batsman, I wasn't a bowler, uh, I wasn't a builder, but I can bat, I could bowl, I was a good all rounder. Yeah. Football, I wasn't. I played right back, I played centre back, I played centre midfield, played up front. I, I could play anywhere, really. Yeah. In MMA, I could do it all. I was never like. I'm not a Brazilian guy, I'm not an uh, ABA boxer, but I could do it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I just find that's why I excel. You're de- de- definitely a man after my own heart there with um, Jack of All Trades. When growing up, I played fucking all sorts of sports. I was a football player, rugby player, bas- funnily enough, I was a basketball player. I'm only five foot six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I found that I never I was I was better at some than others, but my my true love was football. Even though I wasn't fucking superb at it, I could hold my own. And and I always had the problem of I never stuck at one position. It was oh Tomo will go in, Tomo will go in goal. Oh yeah, all right. Instead of sticking up for myself, and going nah, not doing that. It was like nah, he'll 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 play left back. Left foot's for standing on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I always found that. And and growing up, uh, my brother can vouch for me for this one as well. Both me and my brother have a lot of love and respect for for the fight sports, whether it's boxing, MMA, um, Muay Thai, that sort of thing. But we come from a background where my dad and my mum didn't want us doing any of that. It's not until I joined the Air Force where I actually started boxing and found out that I was actually pretty decent at it. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd done this earlier. So it's it's just a, it's a crazy little crazy little thing. So what what sort of guided you into mixed martial arts then? Was it did, was it just something you always thought ah, I could throw a punch pretty well? <laughs> Uh, and then this year after like a few about three or four months of training uh, 
they said I was doing a uh, uh, I'm a my shots and it's like shit in my pants. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 what am I doing? Um, that's the thing, I was always very, I was a very proud person. Um, I was like, oh yeah, cool, I'll give it a go. And then I, I started boxing and uh, yeah, I was doing all right at boxing. But then I uh, ruptured my ACL playing football. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. uh, and it, it kind of put my football career yeah, yeah, De- definitely sets you back. And then, um, uh, then I, when I played at not a bad level, I ended up playing uh, a lower level with uh, my, um, my mates sort of thing on a Saturday. Uh, and then uh, I gave up boxing because it was just like, I couldn't do it all again. Uh, yeah. And my main passion was football. Um, so I boxed for like two years from ages 19 to 21. I actually had like a 11 amateur fights, so I was 10 and 1. Um, I uh, tried to think of boxing again when I was about 25. I uh, found it a little bit so so boring. Yeah. Uh, didn't get any attention because I was 25 years of age. Yeah. Giving all the young kids, you know, attention, obviously. And uh, they thought they'd be try and mixed martial arts. And I'm thinking, yeah. I Every sort of session, you, you're going to be doing different things, aren't you? So it's going to not only work the cognitive skills within within yourself, like you said, with the one twos, throwing the hooks, but then you've got to throw in takedowns, throw in ground game, the lot. It's just, it's works your mind as well as your body, and it's, it's, I, I think it's brilliant. Um, when I first watched it, I was like not knowing what they were doing when they were on the ground that was a that was a big thing so I, I, I used to watch it and be like why am I watching this why are they not fucking going hell for leather at each other that sort of thing but I, I had a bit of an experience today I um, I went to a session with um, a trainer that I um, take military style boot camps with and uh, he's a purple or brown belt, I believe. I've literally rolled a handful of times. And he's 
about 60 kilos, I'm pushing 90, and he just manhandled me like he, he had like absolute chimp strength holding me down. It was, oh, it was humbling, I think I, I called it. It was definitely humbling. Don't know what's happened here. We've frozen. <laughs> oh. As always on the Granite Zero podcast, a bit of um, technical difficulties. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Let's try and get him back. Give me two seconds, troopers. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, I'm going to press pause quickly while we're connecting back with Brad. Um, does its own thing from time to time. Um, trying to see where we where we actually um, where we got to. You probably missed me talking about me um, getting manhandled this morning. <laughs> yeah, you got you got you got manhandled by the 16 year old. So um, today I went and di- I, I went for a, for a role with a. A uh, good buddy of mine. He's a he's a personal trainer. I believe he's a a purple or a brown belt. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I've literally rolled a handful of times, and <laughs> he he he's about 60 kilos, and I'm a I'm pushing 90. I'm I'm a chunky little fucker at the minute, and it was like it was the other way around. I could not get him off me. He had proper chimp strength. I couldn't couldn't do anything and it's like I put on my post earlier after after we had a role I was like I've, I've been humbled because I'm used to being able to push people off me and and just not be the bigger person but some most of the time I'm the, I'm the stronger person but he absolutely destroyed me today it's humbling Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, his, his level, far. He's, it, it was like he was in a different planet to what I was on. But I'm, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going back though. It's one of those. It's like a bug, isn't it? Once you've, you're like, well, he's he's made me look like a right tit. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to learn it now. I'm gonna have to get back amongst it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that. That's that's a that's a good mindset, a good mentality to have. I think. I think there's too many people out there that when they lose, they automatically pull out every excuse under the sun. It's like at the end of the day, that guy was better than you on that day. Yeah. Stop! Stop bitching! Stop moaning! No one cares. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, exactly. So one thing I did want to actually ask you about was um, literally because I was doing doing my Brad Pickett research today, going through YouTube and what have you, and uh, it it was your last fight that you had in London, and I was just thinking how how did you after, not after, directly after the fight, but I'd say a couple of days after. How were you feeling like? Because it was. Um, I'm just going to throw my example out there because I, I do that a lot on this podcast and everyone's going to go, Tomo, you're going on about it again. So when I left the military, it was like I left my identity behind. Did you sort of feel the same sort of thing when you hung up the gloves? Or? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. You could see that on the uh, UFC thing. definitely came across that way it was like um i think it was dan hardy that said it you you you're going out on your terms now whether you win lose or draw you've decided that date that's when i'm done and you could you could see through through the i think it was um a ufc weekend with brad pickett or something like that i can't remember the actual name of it but you could see the emotion that you were having throughout that Fight, uh, fight week. Fuck out. The wind's kicking up now. Me shed doors flying open. <laughs> we man shed. Um, but yeah, it, it's also it's. I think that's what made you so endearing to the fans as well is the fact that you are emotional 
and you and you, you're approachable. Like just for for example, myself, I, I pulled out a hail mary, fancy coming on my podcast, and he was like, yeah, sure. It's like I'm fucking out. It's like you don't. So I I know it's a it's not a huge thing, but when you see someone with like a little blue tick by the name, and they go, yeah, sure, no problem. You're like, oh fuck me. It's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. See, I I found that with um, a few of the few of my guests on the show, it, it has been um, fighters recently. I've had the, um, like I said, I had Jack Shaw, Liz Carmouche came on, um, uh, Mason Jones, and I've got a couple of other Cage Warriors guys. It just it's refreshing how down-to-earth fighters are. I'm not sure if that's because um, every fucking training session they're getting humbled by someone or, or what, but it's just refreshing that you can just sit and have a chat. Like, we've never met before. This is the first time we've ever spoken. It's, it's just nice and refreshing to be able to just have a conversation with someone that's a, such a high-level athlete. Yes. Like, say someone like, uh, I don't know, some crazy famous, like someone like David Beckham, right? In a million years back in the old Gary Lineker back in the old days. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to pick up a phone and go, I'm going to send Gary Lineker a message. Tell them how he's going to be like, how do you even think he's going to get out of the old person? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. It's like there's no filter for them. So is that the same thing? Yeah, I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean with that as well. It's like 
Why do you wake up in the morning and go, do you know what I'm going to do? I've seen Brad's last fight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to critique him, even though I've never done anything remotely. Why, why didn't you block that kick, Brad? All right. <laughs> you get you get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 just bizarre. I think people who troll, people who send like negative shit, they're just not nice people in general. I don't think we. I've I've I had it when I first started my podcast, and the reason uh, why I started it was because I was suffering with uh, depression and and anxiety problems, and I had no way of communicating. Um, I was, I'm never any good at writing stuff down, so I thought, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is, I'm just going to air it. I'm going to show people that it's okay to talk about it. As soon as I did it, I was getting messages from people who I served with in the military saying that I was lying about it, and that I shouldn't be doing it, and all this. I was like, well, who the fuck do you think you are telling me that? Like, it's going to make things worse. Make things worse for the person who's... Exactly. That's, that's, that's exactly what my brother was saying to me. He'd, he'd phone me up and say, look, Tomo, don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing. You, what you're doing is the right thing to do. I was like, all right. Then I'd get another fucking tweet pop up, and it's like, oh. Then it sets me back again. It's like, Jesus Christ. Hundred percent on that one, definitely. Like it, it's it's so easy for people to get caught up in it. Like uh, she's gonna hate me for it, but my missus is what is one for it. Where she'll see some of her mates that are, are slimmer, got their lips filled, got fucking hair extensions, and she's like, "Why can't I look like that?" It's like, well, for a start, I don't want you to look like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think you're a beautiful fucking person. That's why I married you. Um, and it's just trying to keep her her spirits up, that sort of thing it is. But it's married life, isn't it? That's what we've got to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, we 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 had something similar to that at the uh, on, on that on the school run um, on the school run. One of the school mums. I'm not going to name her, obviously. Uh, not that she listens to my show, but whatever. Um, <laughs> she was pr- promoting those. Um, is it Juice Plus things? Like, and I, I was like saying to me, Mrs. I'm like, yeah, they're all good. They're fine because you're getting your vitamins, minerals, all that sort of thing from the shakes. Spot on. But she's not going to lose any weight or do anything differently if she doesn't go to the gym and eat correctly as well. If anything, she was eating wrong. That's why she keeps getting bigger. <laughs> like, she'd post up a um, before and after pic, and I wasn't, like, being nasty or mean. I was like, she hasn't changed. There's no... Be- it's just like a... It's like a... <laughs> it's like a now and a now pic. That's what it looked like. And it was like... She's... Yeah. It's no. It's not. It's not. You don't take scientists to understand weight loss. No. All it is, I can lose weight eating McDonald's every day. Easy. All I have to do is burn more calories. Exactly. It's simple. That's that's the thing. And yeah. I try and tell the missus that all the time. It's like she she'll look in the mirror or whatever and be like, "Oh, I I, I can't see any change." It's like, "Well, you're not going to see any change. You've only been training twice this week." Yeah. It's like just keep keep going at it, and you'll see the change over time. It's a, a continuous process. 
and no he stepped I like that nah Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that exactly the same here? I'm a big, I'm a big believer in in uh, fitness being a, a huge part of um, mental um, health and and well-being as a whole. Because you might hate it for the hour, two hours, or whatever you're doing while you're working. It might be the most horrendous workout you've ever done, but by the end of it, you're like, "Fucking, I needed that. I feel great." And that's what a lot of people don't realise. They get themselves all worked up. Oh, I gotta go and train. Oh, yeah, but you're gonna fucking love it when you finish. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's like um, because I I take like I said earlier, I take um, uh, boot camp style trainings every every so often when I get a phone call. Tom, would you fancy taking a train? Yeah, I'll take it. And I tell them that they as soon as they see my name on the website that I'm taking a session, they automatically I'm pretty sure the numbers go down because they they know I'm going to beast them for an hour. And I say it at the start of every session: you're going to hate me for this hour, but you'll thank me at the end. And then to be fair. Every single time, it's like, oh, cheers, Tomo, for that. It was a really good session. It's like, well, try saying that halfway through when you were moaning at me that you had to do more burpees. <laughs> so how's all the uh, the coaching going then? You've got any um, any fighters lined up? Big fights? Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got, well, the biggest fight at the moment is my, my guy, Daniel Wood, he's fighting John Dodson. Uh, oh, I did, I did see on... Um, a post of some sorts. Yeah, so he's fight John Dodson in uh, February 15th, I think he is. Yes. So that's not, uh, not, not too long ago. Not a waste, I say. Talking about that, uh, I've got a few guys from Cage Warriors, South East Coast. Well, I think that's it at the moment, but then there was a lot of people who started the Bellator, so they'll be fighting on the Bellator in London, but that's, I think that's April. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I've got. I've got myself some tickets to the Cage Warriors. Um, the 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 one at the O2. I think it's the twentieth of March. So I'll be. Um, I'll be going to that. It's my first proper event that I'll I'll be seeing live. I've saw a, a few, um, like sort of regional sh- shows before. Um, a mate of mine from back home was fighting. Uh, but this is the first first big one, and uh. I'm actually fucking. I'm buzzing for it. I'm really am. I I, I love it. Say again. Uh yes. Um. Oh, 
I'm using my phone to record. So Mason Jones is fighting on the main card. I'm not sure who he's fighting. Um, and oh, what's his name? The Scouts lad. Daddy. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the guy. I think he's um, main event. I think. I think it's a title fight. Okay. Yeah, so it'd be um, a good event to go to. I think. I'm gonna love it. Sweet. So, how are the um, how are the nippers then? Are they good? You got a, a you got a, a, a boy and a girl, haven't you? Is that right? I saw that um, clip you put on your story of her coming into your office. I think when you were you were doing so, I was like, oh, "That is, she's the cutest, mate. She's brilliant." She's, she's, she's has, has, has Buddy got a little uh, picket hat? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's got to be a, like a. a a statement that is. Play chess was that. Ah, yeah. oh, brilliant. Yeah. One of one of my one of my uh, one of my close mates. His his son's really into chess. I was like, it's random. You don't tend to hear that much these days like chess but no, yeah. like, like we'll read a book before he goes to bed and he wants chess wants us to read a chess place <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a mastermind brilliant brilliant oh that's, that's amazing I've got I've got two daughters so I've got two little angels Saying, uh, I've got an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Okay. Should I, okay. And it's more like I've got an eighteen-year-old and a fifteen-year-old at the minute with their attitude that they've got. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brilliant. But to be fair, they've both just um, gone up. Uh, well, the eldest has gone up two levels in a in a ballet, and the youngest has gone up another level. It's like oh, fucking hell. Then the. Yeah, and then the, then the eldest is starting gymnastics. Fucking next week, shit. She's a, yeah, she's been bugging me for years to get her into gymnastics, and I was like, oh, it's one of those. It's like, oh, we will when we've got the finances right, we can get you in. And then it's trying to get the placement, and luckily we got this email through. Oh, she's got a, a, a taster session placement. And I was like, oh, fucking brilliant! I can give her some good news, get her to burn off some more energy. She, my, my oldest is funny. She's completely, she's she's got hundred percent my attitude, where she's very sarcastic and dry, and and that. But body shape wise, she is completely the opposite of me. She's all limbs, again, long legs, long arms. There's me, there's me, short and stocky. <laughs> it's brilliant. Kids are brilliant though. Offering. Yeah, definitely. We we did manage to spoil him a little bit this year, which which was nice. Um, got him a fucking Nintendo and all that sort of stuff. So 
Is it? It's, it's more for them. Me, me and the missus sort of went without, so that they could have um, they could have more, which which is how it should be really. Christmas isn't for adults, is it? Nah. And and to be fair to the girls, it was it was amazing for me because I I um my my normal job I, I do security work so Christmas Day I was working and I started my shift at six o'clock and they got up they set I don't know if they set an alarm or if they were just super excited but they were up at half past four fucking woke me up I was ah and they went oh daddy we want to we want you to see us open the presents I was like that's brilliant that's made my day. Even though I had to go and sit on a barrier for 12 hours, this has made my day. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, I'm, even now, I'm still I'm still a big kid. I'll be going up to bed, I'll be like, ooh, wonder what the missus got me. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna ping my um, my niece a text when when we finish this. I'm gonna tell her to get it because she loves her and my brother. They love Lego. I haven't got the patience for it, but they love it. And she is so into Stranger Things; it's unreal. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get her to get that. In fact, I might even get it for her because I'm nice like that. <laughs> right, I think, Brad. I don't want to keep you too long, mate. I can see you, uh, you're yawning, and that it must be knackering all the training, coaching, yeah. parenting. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think mine, yeah, mine should be flat out now, hopefully. So, uh, <laughs> but once again, mate, thanks for coming on the show. It's been a, a fucking honour to have you on. Uh, brilliant chat. Yeah. Cheers, bro. And you, mate. The one and only Brad One Punch Picket. And fucking fantastic guest. Fucking fantastic bloke. Loved every second of that. He is a fucking pioneer through British uh, mixed martial arts. A legend from the UFC. Beat the one and only Demetrius Johnson. And just a down-to-earth fucking top bloke so thanks uh brad for coming on the show and thank you to my supporters my uh good friends combat fuel remember put in the promo code warrior 15 and get yourself 15 percent off if you want roast to order ground specifically to your taste coffee go to the dead mammoth coffee company and if you want to get rid of some inflammation in your joints muscle soreness if you just want to generally feel better happier get rid of some anxiety help with your depression whatnot go and see infusion cbd and get yourself some decent cbd oil but without further ado it's time for me to close up this thanks again to brad pickett for coming on the show I've been Tomo, this has been the Granite Zero podcast, and as they say in the RAF regiment, per RGO, yeah, through adversity, I'm Tomo, and I'm out. <laughs>